Thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Taking Stock, Talking All Things Retail. Today's topic is artificial intelligence in retail, present and future use cases. Our guest speakers today are Rohit Nagpal, Chief Customer Officer at Absolute Data. Rohit has a breadth of expertise spanning 18 years. He's worked in a variety of industries, including travel, hospitality, finance, and software technology, and has managed relationships with CIOs and CTOs of billion-dollar corporations and medium-sized organizations. And Arvind Gupta, president at Jesta IS. Arvind leads the innovative growth of Jesta Vision Suite Cloud Platform under his leadership, Jesta has been ranked as a top 10 software vendor, and in 2021, he was recognized as one of the top 10 most promising technology leaders by Industry Era magazine. With that, I pass it over to Arvin to lead his conversation with Rohit, artificial intelligence in retail, present and future use cases. Arvin? Great. Thank you. Thank you, Norbert, for your kind introduction. Very good morning to you, Rohit. And artificial intelligence, especially in last 16 months, as we have been navigating the pandemic, we hear so many different variants of artificial intelligence. And quite frankly, it has been since, since the advent of Apple Siri devices, Amazon Alexa, there are so many variants of artificial intelligence. So Rohit, what is your definition of uh, artificial intelligence? Well, Arvind, first of all, good morning. Thank you, everyone, uh, to the Jesta IS opportunity to, to bring me for this exciting discussion. You're absolutely right. You know, artificial intelligence, you know, is the buzzword around the economy, is the buzzword around the retail space, and everyone seems to have a different definition of what artificial intelligence is. You know, uh, I'm not a techie guy by any stretch, but, you know, let me explain what I think is artificial intelligence, right? Uh, in, in my mind, in, in simplicity, artificial intelligence, you know, consider it as a branch of computer science that makes computer behave like humans, right? Just like, you know, humans, you know, artificial intelligence has the ability to characterize things. And the three or four main character characters are sense, you know, which is like, you know, audio processing, looking at the computer vision or the videos. Comprehend is like, you know, you use the natural language processing to analyze things and then you act on it, right? You know, in terms of giving a recommendation or putting, you know, your machine learning into play. Or in simplicity, you know, consider artificial intelligence like a doctor. You know, when you go to a doctor, he's able to sense, you know, what's happening with you. He's able to comprehend what needs to be done and then he's able to act by giving you a cure or a medicine to fix this out. So, so for me, artificial intelligence is, you know, characteristics or a combination of sense, comprehend and, you know, act to put, you know, um, to make computers or machines act like humans. That's, that's great. That's very, very, that's quite a very layman's language, if I may just want to paraphrase what I heard. It's mm -hmm. interesting that artificial intelligence is essentially tapping into the, the power of computing resources that we know we are used to, but making them behave a little bit more like humans, where humans, we are wired, brain-wired, but not intended to adopt to situations and react differently. So your point about ability to sense, making computers mm -hmm. ability to sense, and then ultimately based on sensing, going through repository of information and understand what it means, means comprehend. And then ultimately, most importantly, I think, Rohit, what you are saying is that 
to be able to act based on all the information and respond or provide answers or provide, in case of, as you painted an example about doctor, provide thoughtful analysis or diagnosis based on all of that. That's very, very, very interesting. Thank you for that. Now, in terms of the space that we are trying to navigate, we know one of the biggest hit by pandemic was clearly the retail space where in America alone, it employs more than 40, 40, 50% of total workers, uh, employable workers in the United States. And just when the pandemic hit boom overnight, when all the physical stores were shut down, those people became jobless. So uh, clearly retail is probably one of the areas where perhaps based on what you described, your understanding of artificial intelligence has huge possibilities. So what's your understanding or your, your thinking or thoughts are about artificial intelligence in particular in the retail industry, Rohit? Sure, Arvind. So I think, you know, again, you kind of, you know, rightly framed it, right? The retail industry was, you know, anyhow going through a reinvention with the whole digital transformation that's happening, right? The brick and border businesses were, you know, up against the the e-com thing that was eating their wallet here, giving them sleepless nights, and then came the pandemic, right? So, you know, it was like a perfect storm hitting it all together, right? And that was the time when the the retailers needed to really, you know, take a step back and figure it out how they're going to reinvent themselves in the post-COVID world or address the needs within the COVID world itself and build from there. So from my perspective, you know, in the easy definition that I gave you, it is basically using the, the characteristics of sense, comprehend, and act to reinvent, you know, the retail landscape. What I mean by that is you look at, you know, how do you want to address your customers? What do you know about your customers from a segmentation perspective? You know, how do you want to reach out to those customers from a promotion perspective and then use things like machine learning to build real-time solutions from a back-end perspective so that you have, you know, what the customer wants available to them and package it together. So this is, you know, this is how, you know, I think, you know, retail is, you know, driving artificial intelligence. You know, you're seeing a lot of use cases right now on the front stack of it in terms of customer-facing sales and marketing, but, you know, you will continue to see a lot of things in the back end from a you know manufacturing inventory management forecasting perspective supply chain that drives the retail industry you know using more and more of artificial intelligence makes sense so in in the context of retail industry where clearly you kind of hinted that you know customer understanding the customer and based on understanding customers segmenting them by their importance to your brand, to your business, or their preferences, and then most importantly, offering them very, very inspired experience by either reaching out to them in a very, very intelligent manner so that they stay inspired and stay loyal to your brand. It clearly makes tons of sense. But question is, for an average retailer, Rohit, what would make sense to get them to start trying to incorporate for a business artificial intelligence if you are a retailer or retail brand or it. Sure. I think that's the multi-million dollar question. Where do you start? How do you start? And, you know, how do you go from there, right? There are, you know, uh, if you just Google artificial intelligence in retail, you'll get tons of, you know, trends. You'll get tons of, you know, companies having their solutions and technologies in play. So there are many approaches and technologies that you can use to apply, you know, how do you want to get started? And it also depends upon, 
what's the end vision of a particular retailer in terms of how do they want to package it, who do they want to address first, and who do they want to compete, and you know how do they want to create a space for themselves in this space. Right? You know, we had absolute data. You know, uh, work with a lot of retailers. You know, uh, in the in the industry, and our approach has been that you know leave the technology aside, leave the solutions aside. You know, we we apply the concept of digital twin. Uh, to get started in the retail industry and you know uh, that is a concept that we feel you know clearly you know quantifies you know how do you put this whole thing together and the decision and the outcome that can be measured quickly so our approach with retailers who are going to go down this path is is the concept of digital twin and uh, you know that's that's where you know we bring in our expertise and point of view on very very interesting culturally thought provoking idea that creating a digital uh digital alter ego digital twin and a digital twin i'm just thinking out loud perhaps is is everything you kind of hinted on early on where it is building a digital profile based on sensing comprehending and potentially acting guidance all coming from data uh, that is collected within the retail enterprises so can you can you double click a little bit more into digital twin and notion of digital twin and tell us more about that please Sure, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think before I, you know, give my easy definition of digital twin as well, you know, a little bit of history on on the on digital twin and where it originated, right? Arvind, you probably would recall, and I'm sure a lot of other people, right? You know, uh, have you seen this movie, The Apollo 13, right? When you know we were launching the space shuttle, right? And you know, when it was up there, you know, the NASA team. you know had to fix certain things you know and you know they had to make some mission critical decisions and you know they ended up simulating the whole shuttle in their setup and played around with a lot of combinations to see what would be the right fix or the solution that that needed to be addressed so that is where in my mind the digital twin concept originated right so it's it's exciting and interesting right and then move that forward the whole manufacturing world has been using digital twin to to kind of you know take it to the next level right you know having a digital twin of the machine that is doing a lot of manufacturing for you and how do you take advantage of that is you know something very very exciting so we at absolute data use the same concept and kind of said okay how do we take digital twin to the retail industry and and that is where it originated from from an absolute data thought leadership perspective so you know you know there was a concept that was very heavy in in the non retail industry but we see a very you know clear you know approach in terms of how it can be applied in the retail industry right for again now for definition i would say you know digital twin as you rightly said is a virtual or a digital representation of a physical product you know it can be a store it can be a particular product or it can be a particular business process it can be a consumer it can be a consumer like you me and you know combine that with the information flow to make sure that it's completely synced and the info, information flow is nothing but all the data sources which an enterprise captures and kinds of you know leverages to do analytics which is prescriptive predictive now all the way to recommendation you know so again the characteristics of a digital twin in my mind would be you know it's a very living dynamic model right it is constantly constantly updated it's always learned and you know it quickly adapts to the changing needs right or changing data you know the data frequency or the data flow changes of the the flow of how data is going to captured and that has a consequence on the outcome it adjusts to that and that's the beauty of you know artificial intelligence machine learning and the digital twin because you can use that information real time to play with simulations and make business critical decisions so that is you know uh, 
digital twin in nutshell. And, and again, I'm going to go back as an example. In Absolute Data, we provide a lot of thought leadership services around digital twin in terms of you know having data science people who come in and have you know adopted that in the retail industry. We've also built in a product or a platform, which is an AI enterprise platform called uh, Navic. And Navic has a lot of you know modules and components which which address the digital twin need for retail industry. Oh, that's uh, a money exploding and you know kind of connected back to the Apollo 13. I'll be sure to watch another rerun for the tenth time uh, on my stream, one of the streaming channels, and be sure the events that you describe, you know, those could have been quite frankly and, and even in business uh, could be very catastrophic if there's no plan or no real uh, uh, contingency plan in place. And, and, and your point about digital twin in terms of where and how it gets created and how it could ultimately become very prescriptive real life situation is, is well made. So, but if I'm a retailer of it and, and I want to actually, let's say adopt or start navigating uh, adoption and construction and ultimately leveraging a digital twin ideology, uh, how do I go about starting that? Uh, what does it mean? And can you speak to maybe a couple of really tangible benefits that may come out of that? Sure, sure, absolutely. I think you know the way to look at digital twin is you know you you bring in all the data sources together, right? Your structured data, your unstructured data, your outside data, and start building you know a holistic view of a digital twin. And what I mean is you know a lot of companies, you know whether it's you know enterprise or retailers or outside. You know, you can get the directly observable information like, you know, the age, the, the gender and the basic characteristics of a thing. Then you are always looking for the passive information, which is the social media data. Right. And then the behavioral footprint. Right. You know, what did Arvind buy in the last six months and what did Rohit buy in the last six months? That pattern and that stream of data is available for us. And then, you know, the big retailers and the medium sized retailers and all kinds of retailers always you know, do customer service, you know, they're using third parties or they're reaching out to their customers in terms of what they would anticipate. So there's a data source from surveys, right? And then there is implied, you know, information, right? You know, probabilistic characteristics, right? You know, based on what Arvind bought in the last six months, what is he going to buy next? You know, is, is all those characteristics of data are available with an enterprise. So you bring it all together and start creating uh, a digital twin of an Arvind or a Rohit or a community like Arvind, people who have characteristics similar to Arvind and say, okay, this is where I have a market of a particular digital twin. For this set of digital twin, you know, this is what I'm going to simulate and see how they react to it and how do I go from there. So that's the concept of how do you start building a digital twin and then we go from there, right? And, and again, you know, from my perspective, you know, the examples would be, you know, if I built, say, example, Arvind, I'm taking liberty to take your name, if I make a digital twin of Arvind, right, and I'm able to put all these data sources together, you know, I would have information in terms of what's the source of media that Arvind likes, you know, what is his preference to, con you know, converse on a particular, you know, deal, you know, whether it is through, you know, chat or whether it is through other sources, you know, what's the category, what's his, you know, you know likelihood to go to a store versus e-commerce, what's the type of people he consumes to, and I can use that to kind of really change the dynamics of the future in terms of how I want to sell. So, so that those are some of the huge benefits that retailers can use to make it very personalized for their consumers, very personalized for a store level, or very personalized at the back end level. 
And that, that's fantastic. I mean, you kind of hit the, the central point there that, you know, typically every jewelry dealer or businesses, they are continuously looking at how customers have responded to their product or their services. And based on that, they're trying to do what you're kind of calling is using probabilist, prob probability uh, uh, assessment and to see how much more product or service they might buy and try to ultimately go in a more, what I call this, uh, legacy manner, uh, street line manner, but what the point you are bringing up is that that may not be enough. And the digital twin, in a nutshell, it incorporates not only the information that you gain by direct interaction with the customer, but also from the customers or customer segments, holistic profile, holistic engagement with the overall digitization, whether it is social media or whether it is the browsing history or whatever other sources of new data might be so packaging it all together and then making a really 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 holistic digital profile so that then businesses potentially can use that profile more holistically to engage and inspire their customers did i get that right right uh, in terms of how you, you think digital twin is ultimately could be uh, could be entry point for retailers to start navigating in Absolutely, absolutely right. So I think you know the biggest use case which I see getting adopted in the in the retail world is you know how do you how do you know your customer and apply you know the data that you have to better understand and go back to them with things that they really want to see from that retailer. So that's you know understanding the customers and using that information to create personalized solutions and offerings for them is one of the biggest use cases which is in motion right now. And it will continue to become, become better and better, right? And I think to segue into you know uh, the topic for our discussion, right? You know, other example which I feel really, really strong about is you know I've been talking about Arvin as a digital twin, but we can always also look at you know a digital twin of a store, right? I know Just a Product is heavily is a preferred solution in in the shoe industry. A lot of the shoe retailers use Justa's end-to-end ERP product, which is cutting edge. And, and provide a comprehensive view. Now, think about it. A shoe retailer can use that to have a you know digital twin of a store, and they can look at you know the patterns in terms of how our customers looking at the various shoe types, which one is working, which shelves they need to replicate and upload, and accordingly in the back end, you know, automate the whole inventory management, you know, shelf replen replenishment purposes, things and things of that nature, right? So, you know. Whether it's at store, whether it is a customer, you know the concept of digital twin can be applied end to end. So, no, that's great, uh, and then you kind of hit a, another very important point there that automation. You know, retailers who were no matter where they are, they were absolutely overnight got hammered when the pandemic hit, and and then the implications were tremendous. And they have no choice but to become more and more efficient and shift the focus from just handing out you know, pulling a product, handing out to customer and checking them out in a typical store environment to be more automation and more focused on customer engagement. So, so in that context, automation is clearly going to be one of the biggest, I think, from what you're saying there, or it enabler of artificial intelligence, in particular in retail, which could definitely use that. Now, in terms of looking far into future, how do you see the artificial intelligence? Do you see it's going to ultimately become democratized where everybody the way we have seen for example the web became democratized after 2000 and then cloud became democratized uh, after 2015 and more so now that 
it becomes a second nature. People do not even question what the cloud is. They just think it is there and you can access it. So how do you see the trajectory of artificial intelligence and retail like looking far into future before we close this conversation outright? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's a that's an important thing to look at, right? I think you know one thing, Arvind, that is very clear is every enterprise, every retailer is moving to a digital platform and a digital platform that is just not cloud and specific solution, but it is human centered. And you know the definition is you know very customer centric, uh, you know digital platform that personalizes and takes care of the experience, right? So from our perspective, the way we look at it, and I'm sure Arvind, you guys also do the same as you're building cutting edge solutions for you know, your retailers. In our world, the digital platform has three key components, right? The first layer is the experience layer, which is all about you know, the experience from a design perspective, experience from a connect and a interaction perspective with the consumer, which is all about your UI, UX. And a lot of retailers are focusing on that. Your middle layer is your engineering in terms of your, you know, the software and the tools. And the third layer is the cloud, which has now become very, very common across, right? Everything is moving to cloud. All these platforms are building on cloud. So in all those three layers, you know, what is the differentiator for the retailer is going to be AI. AI and data is going to stitch it all together and make it meaningful, very specific for what you're trying to do and build it, build and combine the whole thing together. So data, artificial intelligence is going to be that secret recipe that's going to bring the experience into the engineering, into the cloud and put the whole thing together. That's how we look at it. It's going to continue to get adopted more and more. You'll see more use cases, you know, in the front end, in the back end and all over. And that's, that's, that has just gotten started. So that is, you know, that is our vision. That is what we see. And that is how we, you know, uh, feel that, that that motion will move forward. Great. Thank you so much. Very, very interesting thought provoking ideas, data being the currency of the future and artificial intelligence being the language through which this currency of future could be nurtured as a custodian the responsibility that all businesses have. That's fantastic. Looking forward to our next chat. Absolutely. Thank you, Arvind. Thank you for listening to this episode of Taking Stock, Talking All Things Retail. Today's topic was artificial intelligence in retail, present and future use cases. Our guest speakers were Arvind Gupta and Rohit Nagpal. We look forward to you joining our next episode of Taking Stock, Talking All Things Retail. Have a great day.